0: To a podcast. Hey everyone, if you like what we do on 9ES and if you like what we do in general on 9to5.cc and you want to support us financially, you can do that on patreon.com slash 9to5cc. We have all kinds of interesting perks on there and we think you'll enjoy it a lot. Just like you're going to enjoy this episode
1: of 9ES. What do we talk about? John. We talk about Blacklist. We talk about Jesse Smollett. We talk about Fox and Disney getting together. We talk about Ridley Scott versus Ron Howard. Then we talk about Tim Burton. We talk about Dumbo, the live-action remakes of
2: a bunch of Disney movies. Mm -hmm. We talk about Into the Spider-Verse and
0: Sleepaway Camp. Man, it feels like we've been talking about this stuff for like two or three hours at this point. Honest to goodness, this is a great episode. Yes. So we can pull back the curtain for the listeners of this. Episode no, of we're professionals.
2: Uh, nothing bad has ever happened.
0: Nothing bad has ever happened, but we decided that starting up a podcast about vaguely talking about season five of Blacklist was a bad idea. Yeah. So we're just throwing it in the garbage. But what I could, about I could do is, I could things. just
1: go down the list here, and we could just say, "Let's talk about Blacklist." Go. Yeah.
2: It's amazing that there's a show on television where one of the main characters is terrible to
1: watch. I kind of like James Spader, and hearing about a terrible character made me think of that uh, Gotham show where there's that lady who's terrible every time she's on screen. Is it like Lady Pinkett Smith? Yes. Yep. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, not like that. No, because the main character.
2: It's a main character, and right. she's important to the plot. But they put many? her on the show less and less as <laughs> everyone seasons? realizes. Five seasons, yeah, but like in season one, <laughs> she's in she's in ninety percent of the scenes, and in season five, she's in like twenty percent of the scenes because. As they've gone on, they've realized that they want her on television less and less. Can you
1: imagine being a professional with a public face and then all of the people who view the thing that you do say that you are crap? Wouldn't you change your behavior?
2: I mean, not if they kept paying me the
1: same. Also, I was going to say, like, what if that behavior
0: is the best acting you can do and you're like, well, that's my limit, I've I've reached my, like, Peter principle of I've acting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I guess I'm just going to take my paycheck and go home. Like, I mean, I feel I feel like there are definitely actors who... Like a soap opera actor. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that most actors in soap operas, at one point in time in their childhood, like, dreamed of winning the Oscar or whatever. And then they realize at a certain point in their career, that's not for me. It no, no, doesn't make them less of an actor. No, it just what's, means that,
2: what's your face from uh, Grey's Anatomy? The hmm. the blonde one. How who's would, like,
1: How would...
0: Catherine Heigl. Catherine She's Heigl. Like, I could be a I movie care. star. I listen. I'm married what? to. Sarah. I'm married to Sarah. <laughs> What's her face from Grey's Anatomy? I'm fluent <laughs> in understanding my wife. <laughs>
2: Literally, with like what two seconds? Oh, Catherine Heigl. <laughs> I can be. I'm on a hit TV show. People seem to like me. I can be a movie star. No, you my can't. My career is on fire.
0: <laughs> no, you can't, Catherine Heigl. She did. I well, guess what she did. What did she do? She did that one movie that was kind of big. Knocked up. Knocked up, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Right. And then, and she like I could I thought knocked up, and I was like, she wasn't in knocked up. That was like a, a Steve Carell vehicle, and it was, and she was just in it. Or no, she wasn't in it. Paul Rudd. What? <sighs> no. Paul Rudd plays the friend. They get high and they go to. That's forty year old virgin.
2: Mm, no. Knocked up is is different. It's also a Judd Apatow movie. No, but I think... Steve pa- Paul Carell Ru- is not in it.
0: No, no, no. Steve Carell not in it. That's 40-year-old version. It's Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen it, is in it and Catherine plays Catherine the, the Heigl's love interest and they're trying to get pregnant. But there's a scene when and they're And Jay Baruchel to- is the other... Yeah, I feel th- that Paul Rudd is in it and they go to Cirque du Soleil. That, I feel, is a knocked-up scene because he's, like, they're having problems at the marriage or whatever else, and they have, like, a boys' weekend. They, like, they drop acid or they eat mushrooms and they go to Cirque du Soleil. Seems very much like a scene in Knocked Up. That sounds me. great. Yeah. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. I mean, like, doesn't that seem like a good, like, life plan? It Sounds better <laughs>
2: than a Katherine Heigl movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: But, yeah, exactly. There's people, I think, who can just level off. All right. Maybe, maybe Jesse this... Smollett.
1: Uh, well, Speaking of
2: leveling off, <laughs> 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 he's really leveled off his career. Yeah,
0: he's going to jail.
1: How, How did we you miss that?
0: I think we, I don't understand what happened last week because there was two major things that we didn't talk about. One mm-hmm. of them was Jesse Smollett, uh, which was like the to, in my mind, I think the biggest pop culture news story mm-hmm. like imaginable, like where you're like you have a star of a hit television show who wants to get paid more who pays Nigerian bodybuilders as you do, as you do uh, to beat him up to make it look like a hate crime. So that he can get more money on a show, like th- thereby, like setting back, I think, any like victim of hate crimes. But like he's the gay Tupac, but he's the gay Tupac, as,
2: as in his own words. When yeah. he, he said, I'm okay. the Only in his own words, no one else has ever said uh, that.
0: There was this,
1: there was well, a, I just did, but yeah, only yeah. to make fun of him.
2: There was a, um, do you honestly believe he's the gay Tupac? I
0: do not. <laughs> <laughs> who is <though? laughs> who is the gay Tupac? Freddie
2: Mercury. See, I thought RuPaul. Mm, That's racist. Why? (laughs) So about that.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. Hang on. I don't want to talk. We need to talk about Jesse Smollett just a little bit later because
2: I'm really mad at this because I was going to do that to promote this podcast. You were going to hire Nigerian bodybuilders to yeah uh,
1: hate crime you? (laughs) What? Because I
2: didn't get into an Ivy League university. Oh. Which so, they were gonna beat me up. Which makes you the straight white Tupac? No. I wouldn't say that because that's also racist. Right.
0: I was g- <laughs> But I was gonna say that you're also describing <laughs> the plot of the film's soul, man.
3: <laughs> 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 Just uh, <laughs> But they did
0: uh the Daily Show had um had a thing where they were they they reenacted the Nigerian Soul Man. No, oh, they re, they reenacted the the fight of the, the Nigerian princes to uh, Jesse Smollett or whatever. Was uh, it on video? What the video? The like the, they're, they're him getting beaten up a I bit of it. Yeah, footage. yeah. There was some security yeah. footage or whatever. But they had Jabuki Young White uh, being Jesse Smollett. Then he gets knocked down and he's like, eh, which is like a little like line of blood. And he's like, I'm the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man. I was like, just imagine sitting there in those like 2020 or whatever interviews like straight faced being like knowing it's bullshit being like this is what's wrong with the country and like this is whatever and i was singled out i'm like you gotta be bananas to think you're gonna get away with this and you're just Dude. like you're doing the interviews i was like like this pulling the stunt not to say i can like understand but i'm like this is America. <laughs> yeah, but like you can do some stupid. Yeah. You could do some stupid stuff, but it's like knowing it's all bullshit, and then being like, "This needs a press tour." Like I need yeah. to, like sit me down in the like in the well lit like two chairs across from each other, and let's have a very
1: serious conversation about that. That's crazy. It's the scam, though. He like he he oh. reached for the stars in the most desperate, pathetic way.
0: Now I can't enjoy Mighty Ducks.
1: Sure, you can me. There's all kinds Come of reasons on.
2: you can't enjoy Mighty Ducks. Like let's what? be fair. Um, what's his face? The guy that plays Goldberg, the goalie. His his life turned to complete garbage. What did
1: he do? Did it? No. Yeah, like heroin
2: addiction, suicide attempts. Like his... Goldberg
0: is one of the Thompson kids. Oh no, that no, was no, Mighty no, Ducks no. too. Yeah. That was
2: he was the other oh, goalie. No, Goldberg, the, oh. the the goalie, they have to strap to the net so he will stop being afraid of the puck, mm-hmm. kid. Goldberg, yeah. Goalie, Mighty Ducks.
0: His is his life is,
2: is awful. He
0: was is, like, that,
1: is that a reason to not enjoy films? Sean Home Alone get into that list? Sean
0: no, Homolene doesn't get into that list Charged. because he lived the good life. Mm. Sean Weiss, who played Goldberg, Goalie, Mighty Ducks, Plus he was Charged. in um,
1: um, Red uh, Letter Media videos. Yeah. He's kind of making it. And he he kind of
0: looks like he has
2: a good sense of humor about
0: oh, childhood totally, stardom. Totally. He made his acting debut in 1996's Pee Wee Playhouse. In his recent, oh. uh, he was also in Boy Meets World,
1: Freaks and Geeks. Is that the Kings Tim Burton Queens? connection? Because oh. there we're two uh, two items early to get to that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, but that was Pee-Wee's Playhouse, not
1: Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. Right. Uh, yeah, no, he
0: just was charged with public intoxication.
2: I don't know. I mean, like, he's checked himself in and out of rehab. Uh, yeah, but who hasn't? <laughs> I
0: mean, us. This is Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, man. This is Hollywood. But yeah, oh, he didn't age well at all, though. Yeah, that would be the the years and years of drug abuse. Yeah. Into rehab after he was arrested. Oh, well. I mean, so, I mean, congratulations uh, to Sean Weiss not being the most depressing ending of The Kids in Mighty Dark. That mantle is now held by Jesse Smollett.
2: I was going to say Keenan Thompson, but okay. <laughs> the most depressing. Yeah. yeah. Who well, watches him on SNL lately? Whatever, Ooh. dude. That
0: kid's getting bank. Like, you know how much money he must be getting as? No, I
2: don't. I'm just saying he depresses me when I see him on SNL. Why? Because he's chronically unfunny. Okay. <laughs> and he has to he has to go in front of people every week. He chooses that.
0: Chronically he's like, unfunny. A, a career as long as his on SNL is him opting to stay on SNL and just playing it safe and just putting his. I don't know, whatever million dollars Maybe he's he good makes. behind the
2: desk. You know, he comes up with other people's stuff. and I just hope he's an Andy Kaufman type character who's been pulling a 15-year ruse on us.
0: I don't even think so. I just think that, you know what? Like, he's
2: found... Like a, an ABC plant. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I'm just saying... Like, I mean, he started off for Disney, right? The Ducks is, is a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. ABC is owned by Disney, much like everything else. Maybe oh, he's yeah, on yeah. NBC there here's something just we to
0: undermine them. we didn't talk network. about that in the first pass is What's the that? uh the fox Disney merger yeah yeah that was not a thing that what is the
1: percentage about? of our viewing everything owned by the mouse now all of it I, I don't know did we watch that much fox Simpsons True. x-men x-men yep. Deadpool uh fox what? searchlight all
2: those weird yeah yeah there's a movies. lot alien of... alien is a fox property is it yep. yeah, yeah, yeah
0: oh man the xenomorphs can show up in Star Wars
2: oh man the Xenomorph could show up in Mr. Toad's Wild Ride (laughs) yeah but I was like yeah
0: so what happens to all those Space
2: Mountain just got a whole lot Um, scarier man so dude
0: so real talk about Space Mountain and Aliens there was a ride at Disney World called Extraterrestrial Invasion or something like that Mm -hmm. which was like no joke Straight up, first of all, a very big aliens ripoff, which also is very weird because then how are aliens at the uh, the, the the great movie ride? Because that's Fox already. Because they're there, they show up when you. I don't know if you know the great movie I ride don't. at have you guys have like gone Disney World. No, no licensing, I guess so licensing, but yeah, because everything's in that. That's the greatest ride of all time, you guys. So we're gonna talk about two Disney World rides right now. Okay. So one of them. <laughs> We you go through uh, it's like you you, you get on. And it's supposed to be like a tour of great movies, uh, and you go through like reenactments of all these great movies. There's like with actor, like you go through scene by scene. There's uh, Indiana Jones is in there, which is also not a Disney flick. Lucasfilm is oh Lucasfilm a owns film. it. That's right. But Aliens is in there. Like the alien pops through the wall and crashes out. And then it's kind of great because in classic Disney fashion, there's like an evil cast member who starts to like break the reality of the ride and is trying to like take the people on the ride hostage so now he's like in and out of the actors playing the roles in the movies it's great disney's just fantastic this is a ride it's a ride you're
1: sitting in a roller coaster yeah it's a, it's, it's a
0: slow ride okay. like, yeah, like you're just kind of it's a meandering ride but you meander through all these great scenes there's like casablanca's in there indiana jones is in there
1: aliens is in there like it's uh, and then they break the fourth wall to have a guy take over the ride yeah and what is what is his objective his objective i believe is to kidnap you from the seat that yeah. you are in.
0: like as into I guess uh, commandeer the ride that is on rails. <laughs> okay, to get some ransom money, whatever. Or hang on, as my memory is vague. He might be like a gangster from a gangster movie, so he might even be in the reality of the gangster movie, and he's like
2: a Moriarty Star Trek kind of thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like I think he might break the fourth wall of leaving his scene, and then you have this gangster guy having to deal with these like, oh crap, an alien. Yeah, it's brilliant, dude. It's a very what's good ride. what's the ride called? Uh, I don't know, but it's I know that it's you go into the uh, like the entrance of it is you go into a recreation of uh, Grumman's Chinese Theater. Huh. It's in uh, it's like one of the it's like the centerpiece ride of MGM Studios. Who knows if it's even real? But, so it's not Disney. This is MGM, which is Disney, right? right. MGM. It's Disney's is MGM Studio. Like the the parks at Disney is Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Epcot Center, and uh, MGM Studios. Huh. Uh, and now, Star Wars Land, or whatever, right. but anyway, the ride that made me think about that with the aliens thing, so it was this ride where the whole point is you uh, you go in and you 're in like a you a 're you're all in like an around like arena, I guess or not arena like, I guess kind of like an arena with a a big tube in the middle mm-hmm. and it 's these scientists presenting to you that they 've captured this alien uh, creature or whatever, which is very xenomorphic it 's very very intense. And then, like it gets loose, it smashes through. Like glass goes flying everywhere. There's amazing stuff with like blackouts. You feel at one point, like you hear the like like complete complete rip off of Alien, which is why I loved it, mm-hmm. right? Like you hear the like the heavy breathing of the alien. You feel hot breath that has like a uh, like um what's the word I'm looking for? Like a like a, a smell? Like a stench? Yeah, like like a, an organic kind of stench huh. to it on your neck, and then you even hear like. And feel, like, something, like, flicking against the back of your neck like a tongue. And they've established already that the thing has, like, this creepy little taste tongue or whatever. Like, goddamn terrifying. And, in fact, they took it out of Disney World because people were like, it's too scary. Like, this is not a kid's thing. This is a full-on, like horror ride. Immersive horror experience. There's no whatever. They end up like, obviously they they managed to rake it in or whatever. So the question is,
1: if we get a Aliens Star Wars crossover, is Ridley Scott going to further fuck up or (laughs) is he going to elevate the Star Wars franchise? Oh, man. Wait, but
2: they're going to have to pay Ridley Scott
0: then. Yeah, Ridley Scott said that I could fix Solo Unis they won't pay anybody ridley scott money uh-huh. that was his whole thing The like you you didn't hear the, this Ridley I Scott. i did not yeah Ridley scott was like shitting on disney for he's like, he's like of course like talking about solo being like of course they can't fuck, like deliver a blockbuster just because yeah. you can make an indie film with like a production value of like it 10 million dollars it wasn't solo
2: it was uh episode Eight. eight, eight. yeah 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 I. Yeah, but I thought that he was yeah, shitting but, on Ryan Jetta, uh Ryan, Johnson, I thought, Ryan, I thought I thought that Johnson he, or I, I think not, that it was
0: around the same time that the solo film was collapsing, and he was talking maybe citing both. Well, no, because they brought in what's his face to fix solo. Yeah, but it was before they brought him in. But there well, was already it, there was not. already talk about the production hell that Solo was in because they had also had two. He was shitting on Ryan Johnson. Mm, I feel that like he was definitely talking about. He didn't cuz they made jokes he made jokes about it. he's like I could fix that movie and then it was funny because they they brought in Ron Howard <laughs> like so they did bring in a giant like
1: heavy hitter director to try to fix it Ron Howard doesn't really count as a heavy hitter he's like <laughs> the safest director by the numbers every go yeah but that's still a,
0: he directed Oscar winning films like Apollo 13 oh
1: man i'm just but you
2: know what i mean like just did you know, the reason Solo was bad is because he didn't bring Tom Hanks along with him.
0: <laughs> That's what he should have done. What else has Ron Howard directed? Uh, Rush? Forrest Gump. Forrest he directed Gump. Forrest Gump? Yeah, I think I think so. Ron Howard. Yeah. Did, like, I feel Ron Howard has some, has some heavy
1: hitting He's He's a boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys see the racist interpretation of... Um, uh, on, I think it was Cracked After Hours. They talk about how Forrest Gump is the most racist fucking movie. It and it's like this interpretation about how he, he steals everything black people have accomplished in uh, in the 20th century. Yeah, of I can see that <laughs> the 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 dance That's pretty out there. Oh man, it's really good. Check it's it. out there but but it, like I remember I think I've seen this. And yeah. it's like I don't have it fresh, finished. but it's a compelling uh compelling little piece of cinema. Just take a look at some of his his directed stuff. Okay. Uh Beautiful Mind.
2: That was not Cinderella, great. man. No, but I'm saying but this is Frost Nixon. The Da Code. The, the
0: like, Da Vinci Code was hot. I'm not but but it it's was, still like these are Hollywood blockbuster films. Yeah, but
1: by, uh, in the in the world of Hollywood, these are all the safest paint by numbers films. Which, like, Apollo 13, it,
2: Parenthood, Willow, Willow's all kinds of crazy. That's true, but that was cocoon, 40 years ago. Cocoon, Splash, Same. Night
0: right, Shifts*. but you're like. you're Disney and you brought him in to make Solo, right? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but it's the, I'm like, not saying he's
0: wonderful. I'm saying he's a heavy hitter. He didn't I'm not like Forrest Gump. Like I don't yeah. necessarily consider every heavy hitter to be like the best director in the world. Like, I'm just saying
2: he's like safe. He's
1: super, super Absolutely. safe. There, yeah. rem-
2: there is a world. Robert John. Zemeckis directed Forrest Gump. Right. I apologize. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just the who did.
0: Like for instance, another heavy hitter director. Yeah. Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. Nice. Hey. Hey, bringing it back, boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're back on track. Heavy right. hitter.
2: What good movies has Tim Burton done in the past 20 years? Is it only
1: five or was it six?
0: Oh, five or six good movies? Yeah. So the start of his career. I feel it depends if you like Pee-wee's Big Adventure or not. <laughs> it's Pee-wee's Big Adventure... I don't think he can take too much credit for Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Because a lot of it was just Paul Rubin just being Pee-wee. And yeah. Then...
2: Like a character that he had developed
0: for years. Yeah, but then cranked up to Tim Burton.
2: But was it, though? Like, it kind he, of was, He was dude. a Groundlings kind of Broadway... It, like before pee-wee. the tv show right like yeah peewee's playhouse was weird but his peewee from the groundlings and then on stage how did that become like, and then i remember weird. peewee's big
0: adventure was weird because it was like weirdly sexual
2: like not all of it but there was like weird really? there were
0: like there's some weird adults like nudge nudge wink wink jokes which are not present in the show mm-hmm. so then you're like what like i remember it being awkward as a kid like being like why is peewee like like looking at girls being like ooh, and whatever and you're yeah, like uh-huh. Oh no! Like, like you're like Pee-wee is like in my He's supposed mind, to be an asexual, yeah, like an asexual child. Uh, yeah,
3: like like I don't Michael know. Jackson in the,
2: in the show. There's there's that character that's always kind of f- flirting with him, even though he doesn't really get it.
1: Yeah, but that's that's the thing. He's not getting it. Right? Yeah, in it's the like, show, it's like away from him. Like if
0: in the movie, I recall like there's moments where Pee-wee has sexual urges, which I don't think that's okay.
1: Uh, that would be the other story uh, that we did not get to, oh. along with Jesse It was the the Michael Jackson turnarounds. Yep, right. Because the world has turned against old MJ, again, again, again. Yep, yeah.
0: possibly. I mean, like, so this. Oh, we talked about this after the show, though, right? So yeah. we're gonna talk about Michael Jackson. We're gonna talk
2: about Tim Burton. How you wanna? How you wanna uh, run this? I don't know. Tim <laughs> Burton is not a great director. He made a few good movies, and then he's turned into Hollywood. But Have if you make, garbage.
1: if you yeah. make, and he's making a new Dumbo, which the original was also kind of sketchy. Yeah. Well, oh, because it had racist crows. Right. But. Scott hates Dumbo.
2: I hate Dumbo. Dumbo's a bad movie. But it doesn't sound it's like a, cruel a bad movie. movie. Even when you describe it, it's a cruel film. Which With I believe... racist undertones, the worst music of any of the early <laughs> Disney movies, including Song of the South.
0: Hold on, hold on. Pink
1: <laughs> Elephants on Parade is a, is a yeah. good hit. That's
0: Think
2: a great tune. Pink Elephants on Parade. Yeah. Pink
3: Elephants on Parade. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: yeah. It's the worst Disney movie of its era. More And again, more than Song of the South. Song of the South is a racist travesty. Right. With better music than Dumbo.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I like. I'd have to rewatch Dumbo.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, go ahead. Go ahead and do that. But I'm just saying, sober. Like, I re-
0: <sighs> How do you get sober during King Elephant's temperate?
2: Fine, that's the only time you can drink. <laughs> hey, just, just. You can only drink when Dumbo's drinking. Oh, nice. But yeah, and it has to be out of a bucket. <laughs> But you
0: don't think the entire film was like like I remember it being like very depressing and very dark and like kind of but the,
1: but he flies in the end, doesn't he? Isn't that isn't there a happy ending to all the suffering he goes through? He learns to, to fly
2: because the
0: black and then man and then grows. he's
1: immediately enslaved.
0: And then he Is made he? Yeah. yeah Is yeah, that yeah, the yeah. end? He's a slave. No 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 no, no 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 no. Doesn't he get free? He yeah. I feel there's a happy ending where he and his mom yeah. fly away. I feel that that's the ending.
1: Yeah sure
3: go
2: go with that. Right, come back and check
0: I will i wanna like, i I legitimately want to potentially rewatch Dumbo because I also think that a part of Dumbo being like fascinating was that they were animating a thing that they could not have possibly referenced Do you know what i mean like it's like the motions of a flying elephant I would like to see hand animated like that's that's a crazy achievement on its own do you
2: know what i mean like I like, no, like in terms it's, of it's darker than Pinocchio gets like that is a it is a weird
0: dark.
1: Cruel movie.
0: Yeah, he gets abused a bunch. He gets separated from his mom. His mom gets treated like garbage. He she gets gets abused. She gets abused. I said treated like garbage. Isn't that that
1: the life of elephants in North America? They're all circus performing. Sure, and and Disney
2: totally should have made a documentary about that instead of a happy-go-lucky. To the
1: attention of children, to to say we should not be supporting elephants in circuses. That is not the point of the movie, John. But but (laughs) it might be the lesson anyway.
0: But like I said, you say you say it's not the point of the movie because you're like the marketing of Dumbo is that like witness the Disney magic and witness a tale of. A to character.
2: this day.
0: But right, but I'm just saying, but that doesn't change the fact that the movie just shows cruelty at every turn to and, the plight of the elephant. And even so, then, don't say that's not the point of Dumbo. That might not be Disney's point of Dumbo. Don't take the knock on the like creative will people it be behind Tim Dumbo.
1: Burton's point of Dumbo. When that's what he I'm gets wondering. into it because he could make this like a like a Mars Attacks Dumbo,
2: you know. I think it'll just be another vehicle to promote Helena Bonham Carter as a, <laughs> a, a, a weird, sexy figure. Well, I mean, he yeah. already
0: Tim Burton already like sold his soul to Disney when he re- made that Alice in Wonderland situation. He yeah. made a billion dollars overseas. With I don't
1: movie. understand how that happened. It's, an it's, it's like it's like a glitch in the matrix to me. It was such a terrible thing. Yep, it was awful and artless. It's
2: a it was a dogma thing, like nine of the ten top movies came from The Muse, except for that Home Alone movie, which came from someone selling their soul to the devil.
0: <laughs> Maybe, yeah, no. <clears throat> and and I wonder, though, also, like, if I'm looking at the Tim Burton filmography, mm-hmm. if, uh, like, he just did it to be like, I'm washed up, I'm done, I can make a Disney, like, home run billion dollars, and just, like, now that's my career. Like, if you look at, like,
2: where it happened. Oh, you mean the Johnny Depp character arc.
0: Yeah, exactly. Johnny was like, listen, man, I'm not a great actor, but I'm making so much money on Pirates of the Caribbean. Just get in there as a director, dude, and just fucking do Just do whatever. It's going to work.
2: Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you just... Do you know what the fallout is from that? Uh, Live-action Dumbo. Live-action Aladdin. Oh, have
1: you guys been
0: following (laughs) that? (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. So, hang on. I want to see
2: the live-action Disney movies. I was wondering about these. I'm just going to throw it out here. So far, it looks like the best live action Disney movie I've seen in the last little while is going to be The Descendants. (laughs) (laughs) The Descendants,
1: yeah, the one we made him watch on the (laughs) worst movie ever.
0: No, but like, so there were some that were I was like, okay, this looks okay. List of live action remakes of animated films from Disney. Uh Okay, so the films so far. This trend started in 1994 when they remade The Jungle Book. Right, which I don't. Remember. That, but that that's like a Rudyard Kipling story that is like beyond well, Disney. Kind but of. they all are. None of yeah. these movies are original. Aladdin Dumbo? isn't an original film. Dumbo isn't even an original really? film. I'm pretty sure. Uh, a hundred and, I remember looking this up a little while ago. And
1: Aladdin is like kind of a twist on a bunch of... Well, yeah, but the Arabian, Arabian Nights legend
0: of Aladdin is like okay. very specific. Like you find a genie and all that stuff. You wish to be a prince. that That's like... The the core of Aladdin is pretty standard. Cinderella okay. is super standard. Sure. Like Beauty and the Beast is super standard. Yeah. Uh, Little Mermaid is uh, oh, Hans Christian. Yeah, Hans Christian yeah. Andersen. Like, there's not a lot that Frozen is Hans Christian Andersen. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Nito. Yeah, the like. Ice cream. Uh, 101 Dalmatians they remade also as live action with the oh, yeah. uh, Doctor House. No, the yes yeah. and
2: Hugh Laurie. Cruella De
0: was played by Glenn Close. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. They did those early, 96. then they did hundred and two Dalmatians in two thousand. I guess realized they were garbage town, and then it was kicked off again in twenty ten with Alice in Wonderland. Which is also not an original, it's Lewis Carroll. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it's like it's like those these aren't like these are Disney animated classics, but they're just stories that they had ripped off from other people. Right. They followed that up with Maleficent, which yeah. was kind yeah. of like but it was Sleeping a, Beauty. Sleeping yeah. Beauty, yeah. but I think it was a sequel to Sleeping Beauty more so. I think No, universe. it was just
2: it was kind of like the um uh, what's that Broadway show the about the witch? No, so, about um, the, the <laughs> Wicked Witch. Wicked. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like the, the Disney version of Wicked, mm. where it's from her point of view. Okay. Uh, oh, Snow, Snow White and the Hunt, Huntsman was another one of them? Nope, I don't think that was not Disney. Really? I think that was
1: just Snow White's old enough that you get to make Snow White movies now. Yeah. Well, all of these properties you could just do. There's no reason any yeah. anyone could do this. Other movies. than having to stand up next to Disney. You know, production, production values, but these yeah, have not yeah. been splendid so there was a There was a
0: Cinderella live action that I do not seem to remember. I mean, oh, it had, yeah, it had what's-her-name in it from... Are you know, uh, you're thinking of Ever After. That was another Cinderella live action that yeah. was like 90s-tastic with Drew Barrymore. No, no I was th-
1: thinking with the Harry Potter girl.
0: No, that was Beauty and the Beast. You're movie. right, that was Beauty and the Beast. Then they did Jungle Book again yeah. yep. in 2016. That's like a dark, Wasn't scary Wasn't that an animal Circus
1: movie? Probably. Like it was like his vehicle. He really wanted to do the animals, something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Directed by John Favreau. Oh, John <laughs> Favreau. Uh, oh.
0: Then it was Alice Through the Looking Glass, the sequel to Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, printing money. Uh, then it was Beauty and the Beast, a which, movie that did not need to be remade, yeah. but apparently was very good. Sarah and Kat Raz saw it, and they were just like, "Yep, it was cool." There was like new songs. They still
2: another very problematic movie.
0: Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Why? Because the Stockholm syndrome.
2: Yeah. Because because.
0: Beast is, is an awful, awful character. If you character. love someone long enough, they'll stop being abusive to you. Huh. It's kind of the Beauty and the Beast takeaway right there. Yeah, that is pretty horrible. I did,
2: I did something so awful that everyone who worked for me turned into furniture. <laughs> turned into stuff. <laughs> and, and when I finally get a chance to fix it, I'm going to yell at her a whole bunch. Take that, Mrs. Potts. You'll be a fucking tea kettle the rest of your fucking days. Because I can't hold my temper. And meanwhile,
0: meanwhile, I'm going to live in this castle and brood, despite everyone I know being stuffed. <laughs> well, like, instead
2: of being nice to fucking them... fucking go out into town and order an omelette and try to meet someone. No, just sit there and scream and watch this flower slowly die. Uh...
0: If yeah, you don't did. like it,
2: you can starve. Then they made the was uh, fucking Lumiere. I would made be cruising for shit. Christopher Robin with uh, that's kind of a retelling, though. He's like a grown-up Christopher yeah. Robin.
0: Uh, but yeah, yeah, yes. We're day, days away. It comes out, I believe, the day after this podcast drops from Dumbo,
2: mm-hmm. and then immediately followed by Aladdin, Aladdin next year. Oh God, that movie looks so bad. Will do you guys Smith.
0: do you guys know who is der- like speaking of? Guys getting their paychecks. Okay. Do you know who directs Aladdin?
2: Oh, no, I
0: don't. Guy Richie. Really? Yeah. With Will Smith. Oh,
2: really? Yeah. Get that money.
0: <laughs> Just, that's insanity.
2: Oh, my God. Because why? Aladdin's a thief and he made mm-hmm. Lockstock? Like, what the fuck? Imagine. Like, quick cuts
3: <laughs> with
0: him. like. <laughs> They're gonna do that. Dressed as they're... a sitting Jew. They're go- <laughs> 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 they just the opening scene of Aladdin is a shot for shot remake of the opening of Snatch with whoever's playing Aladdin with a fake nose talking about the virginity of Mary as he does a diamond knight. Look,
1: they're not gonna do it with the Jew thing, but they are gonna do it. They're gonna have a lock stock like style, but it's gonna be Disneyfied, so it's gonna be super super slow and like tame compared to everything else. And then that's- oh, so
2: like King Arthur.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh the lion king uh yeah. directed uh, by did you guys
1: see that
2: the lion king trailer looks good and i can understand why they would remake the lion king because it's an animated movie like it's also all animals yeah. like i mean like it's, it's all like, animated there's no there's no people in it people in it it's yeah, not yeah, just right, like
0: right. but are we gonna talk about will smith but, as the genie I
2: hate uh, it i hate it so much
0: i hate it because not because he looks weird I hate it because I just don't think Will Smith is as good as the genie. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, no, he's definitely
1: I, not going to be Robin Williams, but he's just going to play Will Smith as the genie because he plays Will Smith as whatever yeah, he is in every which movie, which is not okay. Like it's no. not, and for him to think that he can
3: be the match
2: genie? or surpass that performance is either dumb or extremely vain, and or I both. hate it.
0: Yeah, um, who could? Who could be the genie in 2020?
1: Nobody has the coke energy like Mr. Williams used to. Mm, I'm trying to think of like, like like
0: if there's any like spastic comedians. Andy Samberg. Maybe. But again, no. I, I don't think he's not, he's not like insane enough. Like you need to have someone who is like who can machine gun comedy, which is like... It's
1: not like a style they do now. It's all bits. Tosh. <laughs> <laughs> I want, that's all I want now is I want... Donald Glover. <laughs> Maybe Donald Glover. Donald Maybe. Glover as
0: I would potentially. I like. I just rewatched Weirdo. Like Weirdo like, so good. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, if he
2: was talking about Shaft.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah, I love Community. Then they see my comedy, dicks, dicks, dicks. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> also, okay, do that, but then don't say dicks. Oh no. Also, <laughs>
2: they're, they're remaking Shaft
0: without Donald Glover. No, without Michael, without Cira. Michael Cira. Oh,
2: No, <laughs> it, the plot of the new Shaft movie is it's Samuel L. Jackson is Shaft, and this is his son that he has to drag around. And, and the fact that it's Shaft Jr. who's awkward and not super fly and it's, it's not, not Michael, Michael Cera <laughs> is making me so
3: angry. I did not so see this. So if you don't understand, yeah.
0: in Donald Glover's Weirdo, which is his comedy special, you can check it out on Netflix and I highly recommend it. Uh-huh. Uh, I did literally just watched it last week. He says he was like, there, he was talking about uh, potentially being uh, cast as Spider-Man when they were recasting the Spider-Man. And someone was Twitter like, was talking about it. Twitter him. was like, yeah. oh, like Donald Glover is Spider-Man. And he was like, like yes, or whatever yeah. and then he was like yay and then he like retweeted someone and it like blew up and there was a whole bunch of like Donald Glover for Spider-Man like and all that stuff but he's like but then also there were the people who were like no you can't have a black Spider-Man that would be like recasting Michael Cera as Shaft. and i was like i was like what for one second and then i was like that's all i want to see <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the greatest movie. Like, ever. Like, I would go. To I, like, I would go see that movie again and again and again until I was out of money. Especially <laughs> if they play it straight. You know, everybody acts and believes it. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's a, it's a great bit. And he's like, and he's like, also, he's like, like as though like Shaft is the only hero that black people have. He's no, no,
2: don't take away our Shaft.
0: Like, don't take away our Shaft. And I was like, oh, he's like a pimp who slaps women. Yeah, that's all we have. <laughs> he's like, he's not a role model for anybody. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. a it's a great bit, but yeah, Michael Sarah, oh, Michael Sarah, Shass adopted kid would have been the
2: greatest movie, like <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson dragging his so ass. Around. So wow. speaking of Black Spider, hang on, yeah, let's I talk was about... going to say no, that's just... a perfect segue. Don't oh, bring us back fine. to this. Forget it.
0: I just want to talk about all these terrible. Just hey, listener, before we segue to this next thing, because of the perfect segue, look up how many of these live action movies are announced. There's seriously like seven more. That we haven't even talked about. If you think you have a movie that is your favorite movie from childhood, they're remaking it live-action yeah, for no, no reason. You know what
1: that is? It's to fill out the Disney Channel when they go live with their own service. They just want to have a ton of shit to have on the show. I there. just
0: wanted everyone to throw out, which movie do you think they're remaking uh, live-action that makes no sense? 101 Dalmatians.
2: They already Again. Did they already did it. Atlantis. No. Uh,
0: oh, 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 hold on.
1: <laughs> the, the Greek one where
0: they have... Uh, the Hercules? Uh, Hercules? Hercules, no.
2: Space planet.
0: Here. The one that the one that has made me shocked. Like so, they're doing Hunchback of Notre Dame. They're doing Pinocchio. They're doing Little Mermaid. Those are all kind of, I think, okay, obvious uh, choices. Man, the child abuse in Pinocchio is gonna be all obvious kinds of obvious choices. Less obvious choices announced live action. Song of the South remake. Lilo <laughs> and Stitch. What? Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> Didn't see it. Uh,
0: there's just no point. <laughs> like it's just what like. Who's favorite Disney movie was Lilo and Stitch, and why does it need to be live action? I, I bet mean, you there's, a, there's a millions there's...
1: of children who that's their favorite thing. If you came out at the right time, it's it, like
0: it, – I, I, It's considered to be like one of their big failures. It's considered really? to be one of the, the reasons that they stopped making traditionally animated movies. They made that, and
2: they made Frog Princess. Then they
0: What like... about
1: Emperor's New Groove? Did that one do? Or was yeah. that not them? That's, that's them. And yeah. it's good. I like it's it. Good. It's, it's good. good. Emperor's yeah. was very funny. Lilo and
2: Stitch isn't their big one. Atlantis was one, and Treasure Planet was the other one. Those are the ones that did it. Yeah, those. Are the, the yeah, but, but, but Lilo and
0: Stitch was considered to be the like start of the downfall of the Disney, like the must-see Disney
2: release. Right. Everyone was like Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, but safe, you can right? go out and find Stitch merchandise, and you cannot go out and find Treasure Planet merchandise. That's true. Like, it made money, but, like, think about it. It made like, money and a TV show and merchandise and merchandise and merchandise. Go, and so did Atlantis stuff. You go to Disney Store now, you can find Stitch merchandise. I was in one three weeks ago, and there's mm. fucking Stitch stuffies all over the place. And you want to go find a fucking Atlantis doll? Good luck.
1: I liked Atlantis.
2: Um, so, anyway, a lot of these really
0: animated films, I feel, were kind of Oscar bait. And some of them won Oscars, best animated film. But not this year. Best animated film. Ah, way to double bring it back. Was won by a Spider-Man
1: movie. And deservedly.
0: Yep. Spider-Man. Yep. Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I saw this in theaters. We talked about it when it came out. I think now that yep. both you guys have seen it. Yeah, I it. saw yep. it this morning. Yep. 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 Thoughts?
2: Loved it.
1: Loved it? Uh, I, I went into it. You guys had been talking it up for weeks. I was, like, prepared to hate it. It was fucking amazing. It was, like, super high ah, energy. Amazing. Super ah. fun. <laughs> it was It was, like... The, the, it was brisk. They got, they got over the, like, Spider-Man background shit that you don't want to have to listen to. And the I, animation I, was incredible.
0: I love that they make a joke of it. Oh, uh, man, they, totally. they just keep redoing the Spider-Man origin story. Like every, faster. <laughs> faster with the new Spider-Man basically getting, yeah. like, <laughs> the exact same story that you know again and again. And then having... So, I talked about this with a, uh, a co-worker, right? Where we, we talked about how Guardians of the Galaxy, because it was not well-known got to run with the second group of Guardians, or third even, right? Like, a, a yeah. different group of Guardians than the Guardians that were established. Mm-hmm. And that would be like if they were like Spider-Man Homecoming starring Miles Morales, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. And basically, and you're like, and everyone would be like, what? Spider-Man's Miles Morales? As, but even as then, exemplified by people being like Donald Glover at Spider-Man, you're like, yeah, yeah he
2: could be. Forget <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. Sam Raimi directs Spider-Man. Starring Miles Morales. Yeah, just like, come... Not, not like, five movies later. Yeah, like-
0: everyone would be like, what? Spider-Man's Peter Parker, or whatever. So, like, they got that pass, I think because nobody knew who the Guardians of the Galaxies were, and it wasn't, right. like, as entrenched in... Uh, pop culture. Pop culture yeah. as Peter Parker was. But that's what I think Miles Morales does so great, because, like, at no point in time in that movie, Peter Parker's around, but you, he's never the main character. Yeah. Like, which I thought was just sort of, like... Ballsy in a way to like. I don't think a lot of kids know who Miles Morales is. Like for them to have been like, this is a feature movie that's going to star a Spider-Man that you do not know is like, in a weird
1: way, like a brave choice. Like, yeah. do, you, do you know but what I mean? Thing, like the thing is, like, you cannot credit Sony for this. I feel like somebody had a great idea and oh, Sony just bought it. A hundred percent. But I mean, yeah. but that's... yeah,
2: it's a Brian Michael Bendis character. Yeah. who has uh, black children. Who yep. was just like, yeah, they're right. I've been writing Spider-Man forever, and there's no one there. Like, I can't give my kids Luke Cage and be like, "That's yours," because <laughs> that that doesn't work. Like, yeah. yeah. And and he had been writing Ultimate Spider-Man. And he killed Peter Parker, which was a beloved character. That was the the only constant, solid gold hit in the Ultimate Verse. Yep. And was just like, it's Miles now, and that's it. That's how it is. Yep.
0: It's Miles Morales.
1: Does, yeah, does, was, in the comics, does he have the like invisibility powers and the electric zapper ability? Yeah, his, as well? yeah. Power, his, yeah, his power side is like oh, represented in the movies. Yeah, cool. it's like his
2: cool. his he's not so much an artist as he is in the movies. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is a thing that they totally needed to put into that movie.
0: I mean, especially with that animation style, like yep. that animation style like begs graffiti all over. I can't
1: it. believe how alive the, every panel of that movie was. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, it was like so high energy stuff happening all the time. It was yeah. like a joy to watch. Yeah, I
2: mean, the yeah. mix of actual comic book not not tropes but like tools that they put into the animated movie sound effects and thought bubbles and yeah um in a way that ang lee tried to do in his first hulk movie but without any of the energy or or awkwardness that it, it ended up being on screen
0: yep a little bit of love for spider gwen too i feel is is fun like uh like All the characters were fun. Like characters. an anime
1: spider girl with robot. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: What's it? Not Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. Yeah. Spider-Man Noir. Yeah. yeah like, like, I forget, someone was like, who voices Spider-Ham? And I was like, John Mulaney. And the person was like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, like, just like naturally, just being like, like, John Mulaney just sounds like a 1930s yeah. like, comedy voice. Uh,
2: what, a, what a crazy freaking voice cast, too, right? Like, Cage Cage's Spider-Man Noir. Hilarious, it's
0: so good. Shemek Moore...
1: puzzling over the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Solid I think goal. the only thing when,
0: when someone said who plays Spider-Man Noir and it's like it's not who you think it is. My uh, my first thought was Liam Neeson.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then Nicolas Cage was like probably even better. Shemek
2: Moore kills it as Miles
0: Morales. Kills it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and what you call it? Uh, Jake fire. Johnson. Yeah. Jake Johnson as like fast fat Peter Parker mm-hmm. is. The best. like it's, it, the best. it's just It's just like, yeah, there's a universe where he's just like lazy and crap. <laughs> and you're like... Because he, he didn't want to have kids and didn't want to get married or whatever, so he just didn't end up with MJ, so he got fat and ate a bunch of pizza. It's, I was like, relatable. It's, <laughs> it's like, almost the sequel to New Girl. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's what if, what if, what if Jake Nick Johnson's Miller? character, Nick Miller, from the New Girl became Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I love the stuff I loved about the movie and that it just is in what they get to do in i think an animated kids movie that they don't get to do in the MCU is just glossing over a bunch of stuff and mm-hmm. you're like it doesn't matter Hey kids, remember Tombstone? No? Whatever. Who cares? Here he is. He's just one of the villains. Does he need a backstory? Do Hell we need to no. know that he like his daughter got sad, yeah. or he spent some time? Who cares? It's Tombstone. It's like a we big, don't great s- dude who punches people. <laughs> exactly. There's no, like he gets no exposition whatsoever. He's just totally a, fine. He's just around and works for Kingpin. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh hey
2: scientist, can you give me this? Maybe I can sweet. Oh, you're Doctor Octopus. Yeah. Okay, That's, I like moving the, along. Yeah.
0: yeah, I love that. You're just sort of like you have the Doctor Octopus's re- re- reveal. Or whatever, like I had seen coming, and was still like, "It's just fine." And I also love that moment where you're like, "Yep, she's a bad guy," and then like, 20 minutes later in the movie, "Oh, she's Doctor Octopus!" Like it's like
1: it's great. You have it established though that there are multiple universes, so it's free. You're free to like get away, do whatever you want with all the characters, and it's okay. It's but it's not even
0: the correct Miles Morales. Yeah. Because in Miles Morales' universe, Doc Ock is a guy, so it's not even the like. It's just fine. Yeah, it's not even Ultimate's Miles Morales, which. Which is what I said, which is what I loved about it, is I feel that the MCU, a big portion, there's probably like a group of people who are sitting down, carefully making decisions to like what degree they can anger fanboys, right? Mm-hmm. I feel that every decision, every time they veer away from any comic book reality, that's, I feel like, a decision by committee in the MCU. Like mm-hmm. how much creativity yeah, they it's, get. It's
2: Kevin Feig, Dan Buckley, Joe Quesada those are the guys that sit there and, and work that out
0: yeah and, and say like how much can we get away with and so I feel that there's always like a, a set of handcuffs on the MCU of they can't veer away too much from the classic version of this character because people will be like in wouldn't like it in the comic. Like I don't know about that. Oh, there, there's dude.
1: changes all over the place. Yeah, people complain about it, but oh. every one of the characters has been significantly changed from the comics. Right,
0: but I'm just saying, but I feel that each one of those decisions is taken by committee. Like I said, you you would never launch Miles Morales as as the Spider Man in that all MCU. Right. People would be like, What? You know what I mean? Like they I feel that they would kick back. Like you okay. wouldn't like you know what I mean? Like it's like I feel that there's they absolutely are allowed to make concessions for a lot of these characters but I really think that those concessions are very like carefully taken and measured and what about the character you can change what okay. about the character you can't change I, I, got I would it. say it's
2: done more than it is t- in, in, in like the Star Wars universe yeah dude it's, yeah. It's, I feel it's, like even the Star Wars is kind of like Wild West they'll just do whatever with with whoever
0: yeah like there's so much there's so much beloved things and it's like that fan base is so like it's got to be true to something and that's like I'm not saying they don't veer off at all. I'm just saying that, like, I feel that each one of those decisions of when they do veer off is carefully calculated. Whereas Into the Spider-Verse was like, Spider-Man, man, having fun.
2: And you
1: like know, and I was like, you know, and but, that was fine. But, but take
2: it back. Like, do you know what this movie didn't have? Fucking 15 minutes explaining the villain. Yes.
1: Yeah, cool. Introducing
2: a Oh, you're going to take a summer internship with Peter Parker. I'm a scientist. i want to teach you how to do this. And I'm... Oh, look at this. I'm a, the lizard. Wait, no, I'm Dr. Octopus. No, wait. I'm the fucking Sandman... At slowing set, it down forever like, so long s- didn't have to slow it down they're just like this is an evil scientist and she's got fucking robot arms and they're fighting move this on guy's a
1: big scorpion look at him move on <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly
0: well it's a uh, uh, his uncle plays the prowler prowler I was, oh, I was yeah. like death stalker and I was like no Uh, yeah exactly wow <laughs> Dark turn there, right? Uh, Yeah, exactly. So you have like Prowler, Tombstone, Doc Ock, and Scorpion are just sort of like thrown in. The only one with any kind of even like... Like Prowler obviously has the backstory being related to Miles. Yep. And then, and I guess even King, then they never explain. Kingpin
1: has a has a plot. Like he actually wants Kingpin to get has a his plot family and back. He's messing yeah. with the multiverse. But yes. he doesn't
2: show up and be like, "Oh, I'm uh, entrepreneur Wilson Fisk. I'm an importer." Like, no, he no. shows up and like, "I'm evil. Kill Spider Man. Go."
0: Oh, no, 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 no. He's like, "Kill him."
2: I think those his first lines are, "Do it," and then "Kill no, him." No, but he
0: want he's created the multiverse because once he made his family upset at it. Yeah, but that's like that's
1: you his find that out was.
2: after he kills Spider Man. Mm. <laughs> he, like, points at the Prowler,
1: points at Spider-Man and says, anyway, kill him. all this to say, this was great for the pacing, because we got to have more fun with all these characters and the setups that they have. Yeah, and, and they just get know.
0: to interact with each other, and, like, Penny Parker and whatever. Like, like you just introduced, like you said anime girl with giant robot spider you're like do i need to explain this hell no like in maybe a split second they introduce like spider-man noir spider-man ham spider-man Ham, -Ham. spider-ham spider-ham and penny parker are introduced with all three characters talking at the same time over each other (laughs) for about 20 seconds explaining that their origin stories are yes basically spider-man origin stories and then they're there and i'm like yay
1: oh man it's the best spider-ham with his little nose holes being like spider eyes yeah (laughs) it's
0: with wacky wacky mallets and all that stuff. Yeah. And it it goes
2: on to create one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen.
0: hmm A-, A plus. And then and you got and the the post credit scene with oh, uh, I didn't see it. Miguel. Yep. Uh, so then they What st- happens at the post credits? I, I turned it so off. So it's uh Spider Man twenty ninety nine, Miguel hmm. what's Miguel's last name?
2: I don't want to guess because it's gonna, it's gonna be sound racist. You're just yeah. gonna say Rodriguez or Garcia, <laughs> <aren't you>? Sanchez. <laughs> Sanchez. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so Spider Man twenty ninety nine uh, like captures like the multiverse uh, element or whatever or something and like or has recreated it and he's just sort of like they're like you've unlocked the key to the, the multiverse and then he's just sort of like he's like send me into universe 67. 67? Seven? yeah yeah and it's just and then it's him and it's like Spider Man twenty ninety nine beams in to Spider Man sixty seven animated thing the cartoon and then from they the recreate 60s. the, the Spider Man pointing at each other amazing like, ho oh, oh, ho oh. <laughs> 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 just like you just gets, I was like Great, that was perfect.
1: The top ranked MCU movie is Thor Ragnarok at twenty seven.
0: It is not Thor Ragnarok. That I'm, that I will st- die <laughs> before we put to Thor Ragnarok.
1: Like I'm, I'm still in the afterglow of having enjoyed this movie so much, and it, but I have a hard like, time in my Thor head Thor right now. It's my favorite Marvel movie. But... I mean, like I can see it right behind Ragnarok, kind yeah. of thing. Like it,
0: no, no joke. But because Ragnarok was so good, though, like it was so good. Like, Ragnarok was really good. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean like I don't I don't mind ranking it above I feel like
2: Ragnarok had more drag in it though than than Into the absolutely Spider-Verse. Had it had more dragon in it. The whole scene in the Hulk's bedroom it had more and drag in Valkyrie, it but I feel and...
1: that, like it also had more story and more yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, character and, and more And yeah. also also had to deal with the weight of the 15 movies before Thor Ragnarok and right. handled it very well. Also there's literally as much as I did enjoy Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It didn't have Jeff Goldblum, (laughs) which Thor Ragnarok did have, and it was amazing.
1: Well, if we go down a little bit to thirty-one, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and I would 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 put put it above above
0: Volume Two. Yeah, like I feel that it's in between Ragnarok and Volume Two. Okay,
1: so in between there, we got uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I would put this below Big Trouble in Little China, above John Wick Two, but I have not seen John Wick Chapter Two. Wow, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, You could.
0: I feel that. I feel that would be correct. Yep. If above you, or below? Uh, Ab- b- just below above? Big Trouble.
1: Mm. You would put it above Big Trouble in Little China? I, no, really I, said, I said
0: just below uh, just below Big Trouble.
2: I really liked Into the Spider-Verse. Ooh, yeah. You put it over Ragnarok? No, I'd put it above Big Trouble in Little China and right under the mummy.
1: Mm. I'm all right with that. This was
0: a great movie. I mean, you saw Big Trouble in Little China more uh, recently. I mean, it has yeah, aged. I saw it, it last year at Select Manor. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And there's a little bit of weird... Racial undertones in *Petroleum Little China*. I don't know if there is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kurt Russell is amazing in that movie, and yeah, yeah, yeah. the only way that I could possibly see *Into the Spider-Verse* getting better is by injecting Kurt
1: Russell into that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are they are they making sequels or anything to *Into the Spider-Verse*? They must be. This, it did. I mean, it fucking won an Oscar, right? They must. It
2: they won must. an Oscar against Disney and Pixar yeah. and DreamWorks.
1: Yeah, and that's Sony being like we 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 made a good movie, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the and the best part, <laughs> and, and this is after this is what their
2: sixth try of making a Spider-Man movie I'm without good. Marvel being. They're going to make a hundred
1: sequels right now, each one with more product placement. Okay, that was one thing I did notice. There was a lot of product placement in this movie.
0: On a ninety million dollar budget, it made three hundred and seventy million. What was an that?
1: animated movie! It's yeah, so good.
2: Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, I, so below the Mummy, above. Big That's trouble? that's where I would put yeah. it. Yeah. Um, sequel and spin-off. Like this movie and we we have not we don't have it on the list, but when we get Mask of the Phantasm on the list, mm-hmm. it's going to be a hard fight because I love Mask of the Phantasm. Well, it won't be that hard for me. So, have you seen Mask of the Phantasm?
1: I don't think have. You really should. But uh, should. it's
2: no. Mask of the Phantasm is the best Batman movie they've ever made. Really?
1: It's, it's up there, dude. Yeah. Uh, like with Dark Knight it's in that world. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
2: Because yeah, yeah, yeah. right. it's a mystery. And the fucking bad guys are outstanding. It's an outstanding. One, right? Yeah, it's by um, Bruce Timm and Paul huh. Dini. Crazy. So they already have people uh,
0: slated. And I just saw the name of it. Sequels and reception. Uh, Joaquin dos Santos and David Callahan are set to respectively direct and write the Sequel, mm-hmm. uh, which will continue Miles Morales. Sorry, uh, there's also plans for a spin off uh, based on a Spider Woman film focused on three generations of female spider related characters. Huh. Uh, we'll star Spider Gwen, uh, Spider Woman, and Silk.
2: Really, Silk is weird,
0: yeah. But but, but again, they... it but like Miles did so well, they're like, why not lean into some of the weird, lesser hmm. known
2: stuff? You know, like I, mean, I would even have even gone to a Aranya, yeah, but
1: okay. Are they gonna manage to keep the energy up? I feel like it might get a little annoying mm. if it's if it's not like it's, it was expertly handled in this the the amount of little you know word pop up bubbles and if they try to like pump these things out, is it gonna lose some of that yeah of course it will yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i i
2: I will be happy to have more of this. I will not expect it to live up to this right I feel like this was really um a storm in the box kind of sure. lightning in a bottle
0: yeah, yeah. so <laughs> While not official, John Mulaney has expressed interest in a spin-off film starring Spider-Ham, describing the potential plot as a Watergate-like story, focusing on the character's career as a reporter. (laughs) Like, a hundred times, yes. Spider-Ham in Watergate. Like, I feel
2: like this is going to be a Ryan Reynolds Deadpool passion project. <laughs> going to have to keep pushing for and keep pushing for. But I don't know, but, like, years. but but the
0: thing is, is that in a world where we have Ryan Reynolds uh, doing Detective Voice and Detective Detective Pikachu, like a Spider Ham Watergate film doesn't seem impossible anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the one thing yeah. that we need to talk about. We've been talking about movies. Uh, is the movie that you mentioned that you watched. Big Trouble in Little China, up at the Leck Manor last year. Yep. Uh, this year, up at the Leck Manor, John and I watched... Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp.
2: God, what a good movie.
0: What a good movie. And somehow, John and I had managed to get it this far into our careers as professional horror movie lovers...
2: Uh, That blows my mind that I've seen a seminal slasher movie before the two of them.
1: Yeah, I just I feel like I did see it at one point. You might have wasted, but that's definitely possible. And then (laughs) the other one is that it's been referenced so many times in so many different ways that it's like I'm watching it this time. I felt like I was revisiting an old friend. What whatever happened,
0: uh, however it happened, like I said, I I felt very very sure. So much of it felt familiar, but again, it's hard to tell if it felt familiar because it was so tropey. So tropey. Or if it felt familiar because I had, in fact, watched it at some point in high school. Or Uh,
1: because you watched um, 400 times uh, Wet Hot American Summer, where all the costumes are the same. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, it just everything about it felt so familiar. And I was like, and even it's, it's Sleepaway Camp, which I can, like, acknowledge is a cult classic. And I was like, in my mind, I had definitely seen it. But whatever the reason was, the twist ending at the end was locked away from my uh, consciousness, so that when it happened, I
2: don't understand how you could read X Entertainment and Dinosaur Dracula for years for years yeah. and I read not
3: X have the twist
1: ending in, in your head, right? Yeah, so. What's weird is that I think like a third of the way through the movie, both of us were like, there's a crazy twist coming at the end of this. Yeah, and it yeah. was like it, you could feel it building. You know? yeah, yeah, it was like the, yeah. the
0: information was like locked away somehow that we knew. We were watching it with uh, our good friend and Patreon supporter, Chris, uh, who was like he, he later revealed to Scott that it was a joy to watch us not knowing the twist or he did know the twist or he uh-huh. was like how do Keith and John not know the twist of sleepaway camp like yeah. I'm watching this is like two dudes who just watch like Hundreds of bad horror films, yep. and somehow they don't know the twist. So he was like, he's like, I was just sitting back and being like, I can't spoil it for them. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let them experience it. Which thank you, Chris, for not ruining it. Absolutely, uh, this was
1: magical as a slasher film, in part because of the jumps between the campy comedy yep. into really well done special effect gruesome kills. Yeah. That. Kind of eclipsed the gruesome kills in many other contemporary films that yeah. were slasher films. Yeah, like, yeah. that we talked before about the the like the guy getting the pedophile. Straight out pedophile. Yeah, straight up. Quite n-
0: clearly a pedophile. No, wants, to nothing lure, wants to lure that, a little girl into his into gets the interrupted
1: when he's about to rape a little girl, and then he gets a giant pot of boiling water poured on his face, and you watch his face decompose into a fleshy mask. The camera like, just holding a it. held shot for yeah. like fifteen or twenty seconds of that,
0: and you're like, "We nailed this, and we're <sighs> just gonna keep it again and again." They, they have those like hardcore shots, like someone yeah. gets they're cut open, and you're just like, "Let's just linger," and and they because they have that budget, but then it's shot so campy in every other way like the cruelty of the teenage girl teasing the other girl teasing the other girl like i got boobs this year just like walking you're like what is happening in this whole movie yeah but then yeah so the entire movie when you watch it you realize that there's like the amount of foreshadowing is incredible to the twist ending and it still manages to be a twist. So it starts off with the, the mother figure uh, talking to her kids and being like, oh, don't forget, to, like, don't tell anyone about your physicals. I have them all drawn up. You don't need to be looked at by the camp doctors. Oh, ha, ha, here they are. And you're like, what is even, why, yeah, are, why are we wasting so much time with this plot element? Then there's like the girls getting, girl teasing the main girl protagonist about not wanting to shower mm-hmm. with the other kids. She doesn't want to swim with the other kids. There's like all these little bits. Going on and all the while How did we
1: not see that oh, coming? Man. It was so clearly. Can
0: I
2: can set. I tell you guys a, a crazy fact about this? Sure. So it was written and directed by the same guy, Robert Hiltzik, yeah. who went on to do nothing else of, of any note I mean, in Hollywood. You're
1: just you know yeah, like... how, this is a peak <laughs>
3: yeah, to exactly. be proud of close
0: the book on your written d- writing directing c- career and like become a woodworker let me yeah. let me read
2: this this excerpt from his wikipedia i'm ready hiltzik did not know that his sleepaway camp had gained such a devoted following over the years oh. until he was contacted in march 2000 wow. by sleepaway years camp years movies later. who then arranged for him to record a commentary for the dvd release
0: he was like why are you re-releasing my movie from 17 years ago wow. 27
2: years 1983 nope. to 2000.
0: Yeah, that's 17 years, bro. 83 to 90 is 7, and then nine, 2000 to 2000. 90 is 17 seven to years. 19, bro. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Still. Yeah. Had no idea. It became like a, DV, a VHS, like, worn out. like searching for Superman,
0: mm-hmm. searching for Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> and he was, like, living in obscurity at this point, not knowing that he had made Sleepaway Camp, and it was all over the internet. Because, like Scott says, if we talk about that, the shot, we haven't talked about the twist ending yet. Uh, but the shot, spoiler alert, the shot of the twist ending was used as it was just like, it was a weird thing. Is like, anyways, and then he just always had that shot right on X entertainment. It was always like non sequitur,
2: just the the picture of Angela's face.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. But it was like a complete non sequitur. in so many X entertainment posts was like, and then what happens next? And it's just like the shot of that. And then he just like keeps writing about the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like anytime anything shocking happens. Well, I mean, he kind of,
2: he used it as
1: like a reaction meme. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's so far out there from a movie that is making campy jokes about young girls' boobs to yeah. the full frontal nudity, gender Oven. Oven. twist, serial killer, yeah, sc- cannibal, cannibal, screeching. Yeah. You know? So
0: they're like, who's the killer? Who's not the killer? There's cat murders going on. Yeah. So the main character Angela. Yep. And uh, her romantic interest are finally going down to the docks to kiss because it's like a will they, won't they. She's coming out of her shell. She's experiencing romance for the first time. All this stuff is going on in the movie. They they, they run down to the beach and suddenly you see her, her uh, Angela, like naked in a, in a scene that is maybe she's like, oh, they're making out or something at first. Yeah. And then she turns and she, there's like the severed head of the kid and she's eating the guy Then she stands up, hisses. It's revealed like there's a full frontal nude of a teenage boy. Well, a teenage girl with male genitalia, I guess, because she's living as a girl. That's true. Uh, With so a full frontal nudity of a teenage girl with male genitalia, making like a hissing noise. And then you and I were both like, "Roll credits," and then it does. Credits. and then it rolls credits. There's no, there's no postscript. There's no epilogue. It doesn't need it. There's no, no, and, and there it, it doesn't need it's it. Perfect. And, and thank you for not delivering that because so many movies would be like "Morning After" whatever. Yeah. No, just that is the way to end the movie. Just. And, like, we talked about this. Imagine seeing this in 1983 at a drive-in or something. Not having... Like, what are your contemporaries at that point? Basically, like, right. Maranone, F- Freddy mm. maybe came out, which was weird. Or was that 84? 84. Yeah. yeah so, so, like, Freddy hadn't even come out. Like, your slashers are really, like, Last House on the Left, which gets pretty out there. And Friday the 13th. But there's
2: nothing... In like... terms of popcorn horror, yeah.
0: But, like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, drive through like, camp horror
1: movies. Well... Camp in Double
3: what's, what's
1: crazy is that there's a world of Hitchcock doing psychological twists, which this is like kind of in the realm of, but it's yeah, also it's, doing it at the same time as the slasher.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you the know. twist is comparable. It's like R-
1: R- Roger Waters meets Pink Floyd, the
2: wall, Hitchcock. It's fucking. I think also John Waters. There's, there's a little John Waters,
0: like Pink <laughs> Flamingo, kind of like, yeah. nonsense going on. There. Yeah. Forget Roger Waters. John Waters is in there. It's it's all because it's
2: super deviant in it. But like
0: it 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 has that. I feel that it has that same impact when as when you talked about like the Hitchcock thing mm-hmm. as when you find out that Norman Bates is just dressing up as his mom the whole time. Right. Like, it's very much that same, like, like, like the, the turn of, like, it's the skeleton and Norman, like, in the dress being like, ah! And
1: Hitchcock couldn't do it without the denuma at the end explaining cross-dressing and psychological whatever. Like, they had to yeah, have like that long was, scene. Yeah, exactly. Like, it.
0: he was a sick, twisted individual right. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. He couldn't just end it. Like, credits should sort have of potential. like, I mean, I don't know if I could tell Hitchcock when to end a movie. Yeah. But I'm like, running the credits on the reveal of Norman Bates... I think might have made Psycho, which is amazing already. Like even stronger.
1: If you're just sort of like, whoa, and then it's just over. Well, no, it's him in jail doing the look, right? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, you know, that yeah, final hot. shot of the film is, was was pretty legendary. Do we yeah, want to rank? Oh, yeah, the, no, the overlay nine, of the uh, the, the nine, 1983.
2: You just finish watching Sleepaway Camp, and then you got to you got to go home. <laughs> you have to get in your your dad's car and and no, drive home. Even better. And it's think even about even it.
0: Better than that, because like if you think about the like the guy that like took his sweetheart to go see the horror movie like to try to like hope that she cozies up to him in the drive-in and whatever else and then that's the last shot yeah. <laughs> you're just like, you're like, oh nope not nope any chances <laughs> any chances of, of us hooking up tonight <laughs> Ruined.
2: but that's that's the, the immediate toilet. effect that's the immediate effect yeah. that the later effect is lying in bed trying <laughs> to go to sleep
0: what did i just see <laughs>
1: absolutely dude oh my god so um, we could fight over where this goes but we could also just say we know where it goes we
0: do know where it goes and i and i think that we so are we still
1: happy with that just under the descent and above creep I, Number I think so we're 71
0: i think the discussion uh of it relies heavily on we talk a lot about did the one of our big criteria on the list is: Did the movie accomplish what it set out to do?
1: And I think and this movie exceeded what ex- it attempted that, to and do. And that's
0: where I give it like a huge boost Absolutely. on the ranking. Like we talk about like movies that fail at what they accomplished, or what they attempted, or what they attempted, yeah. uh, like spiral downwards. Movies that kind of like succeed, do well. But this movie exceeded any possible expectation. Yeah. You know, like if you're just sort of like, I'm gonna sit down and watch a 1980s sleepaway camp style slasher. thriller slasher had such a low budget, it did in my mind everything right. Like the the comedy was sometimes like legit not necessarily funny, but like funny enough that even in like nineteen eighty three you're just like you're laughing at like, what is this?
2: Like Well it's kind of playing on like the, the porkies kind Yeah exactly that's it. Yeah. Like
0: that that kind of like ho ho teenagers are all horny and whatever. And I was like, I don't know how much of the comedy was Intentional, I mean, <laughs> intentional. Yeah. But like some of like the over the top mom and stuff was like clearly intentional. Like how funny did he know he was making this movie? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like which is, and like I don't,
2: I don't think it is. I think it's a real auteur piece. I think he saw, took a couple of things that he saw. I think he must have seen Porky's. He must have seen Friday the Thirteenth, and was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go do my
1: own."
0: What if this was cranked to insane? The, the- <laughs> and then. Just so started writing like, things down and giggling to th- himself. That
1: mom's speech had shades of Troll 2, of some of the acting in Troll 2. Uh, well, I mean, acting so and
2: directing is is out of his hands after yeah. he's written the script. I think he but, puts the script together and is just like, I can make did it Did he direct more. it as well? Yeah. He, wrote it he wrote and directed, wrote and directed it. it. But it is it?
0: So the directing isn't out of his hands. Like, yeah, and that's him. what's so crazy about the, the mom being so crazy. Well, I mean, is the directing like, yes, is out of his
2: hands in the fact that he can't go to a major Hollywood casting director and say... No. You know, but like, get me but, Faye Denaway. Like, it's just, it wasn't like, going to happen. There's a
0: clear choice with that mom sequence to be that way because nothing else in the movie is that crazy. Yeah. Like, he could have been like, no, 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 no. And just put some other no-name actress in it who delivered the lines even flat. But he was like, no, no. You're going to 11. This is what's up. Like, yeah. like it's such a choice to make that mom character, like, insane. Like, like the, the other choice, I'm not necessarily saying he would have gotten a tour de force performance out of anyone, but, like, he easily could have opted... For, like, flattened cardboard. Because he got flattened cardboard in other rolls, right? Like, he could have... If he was like, this is too much... He could have toned it yep, down. Like, yep.
1: and what's crazy, it stands out so badly while you're going through the movie, but looking back on it, it, it ties it all together. Yeah, you're you like, know? oh, she's nuts. Yeah, she's
0: all the way crazy. Her yep. her brother
1: got like murdered in she a boat. Drove thing. the little kid crazy,
0: and then she just like took out her grief on this kid and just decided that the kid would become her daughter. And we
1: haven't mentioned it in this go around, but you could not put this movie in a theater today. Oh, with the, like the gender issues, this it would it would like. It would ruffle so many jimmies. Yeah, it just, it's... So... I mean,
2: it would be like a Korean film.
3: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, no, I feel right? like if
0: you, if you, if you could maybe make it
1: at like a low fantasy release kind of situation. Oh, I don't maybe. know, man. People people would claim that you are saying terrible things about gender dysphoria. I guess. Right? They would, they would be saying you're blaming the the, the, the like, you're blaming that for oh, so you're saying the that serial was... killerness. Right. I suppose. Right. See, I didn't somehow, I guess
0: maybe because I'm so woke. Like, I just didn't get that. <laughs> like I was just like, oh, she's just a psychopath, and that was just always going right. to be the case. <laughs> like I didn't blame it on seeing her father die. Uh, I don't
2: I don't think it's a transgender issue so much as a, a child torture issue. Right. I don't think Angela was a transgender child. I think there was some serious child abuse yeah. that was done to, to Peter in that movie.
0: Right. But I guess, yeah, abusing the child to the point where they were confused about their own gender and then became a psychopath. Yeah, I don't think that would fly. That wouldn't fly so great. Nope.
2: It, w- it wouldn't fly from, like, Disney, Fox, <laughs> Studios. But again, I think we have some pretty freaky horror movies that are out there now. Takashi Miike, we're looking to you to remake
0: <laughs> Sleepaway Camp in 2020. <laughs> Takashi Miike's Sleepaway Camp.
1: They still have the costumes over at the Wet Hot American yeah. Summit. Oh, yeah. the <laughs> costumes. We, we, we didn't <laughs> even
0: talk about necessarily in this uh, uh, Go around. Yeah, exactly. Ringer
2: T's and short shorts and high socks and checks. Belly
0: tees on dudes. Jack All over
2: the place. Headbands. Was there a good amount of headbands? I I feel there certainly were headbands. Or bandanas. There was
0: was just a character who I believe was like the chief counselor who had the tiniest short shorts in every shot. Not even the same pair of short shorts. The tiniest short shorts. And, like, the highest of belly shirts in every shot. And there was also... Pat, way
1: past the nipples, you know? Like, up. And then there was
0: also the, the best, like... And one of the weird things that, like, What Hot American Summer throws back to is there's that other counselor who shows up and delivers, like, a relatively memorable speech about, like, the touch, like, football team. You have disappears. not, You have not seen him in the movie
3: for 45 <laughs> minutes.
0: Has, like, a great scene where he's, like, just... Eating it up like super funny, super charismatic, and then it's not in the rest of the movie. We're like, man, this is someone's buddy who
2: showed up on set. They were like, I can give you one day before I gotta go back to work. Exactly that's yeah. it.
0: There's, he's never in it again. You're just sort of like, Who is this guy? It's a great scene. <laughs> and then it's just gone. Uh, but yeah, no, I I in terms of succeeding where it shouldn't have, mm-hmm. uh, and in terms of like doing so much with so little and having a twist ending that, like, holds up. Like, if you haven't – I mean, we spoiled it for you now, so sorry, listener, if you somehow haven't seen it. But, like, a twist – It came end- out in
2: 1983. The onus is on
0: you. Right. But I'm just saying, but, like, so, like, I guess seasoned horror movie watchers, mm-hmm. you and I, this watching movie- it, 93, 2003, 36 years after its release. So, despite – like, if you've somehow not had the – ending twi- ruined for you 36 years later it still is like what like and we've watched the worst and most grisly horror movies or whatever like to still be able to like knock your socks off with a twist ending if to you su- delight yeah like 36 years after the fact your twist ending can still be like jaw hit the floor is why we rank it so very very high uh, we rank it just below the de- just below the descent yep and above creep and above creep at number
2: 70
1: 77 70, 71. is yeah. this
0: the 90s
3: uh, I believe this was the 90s everybody thank you for listening hey,